the social introvert. That's why they don't be buying people music. See, we keeps it real. We, we always gonna keep it real. This is this is Wu Tang. We we also mad reality. We showing how the streets really is. People may knock us, you know what I'm saying? But we showing it. You can't knock what's real. You know what I'm saying? We telling the truth, man. Since a shorty mama was needing a dough, I've been breaking bread. Grew up in the church, did the stained glass. Fam, I've been breaking bad in the breeze on some windbreaker shit in these trees. Like, I got a hidden dragon. The balance is evident. Avatar never out of my element. If I can, I'm Star Trekking it too. I mean, let's be for real. Y'all can't glow with my Hugo. A clock light years with the hue blow. A nigga too far ahead. Too slow coming off of the line. They talk drag, but it's a marathon. I thought he told you. I just keep mopping these flows. I just keep it clean as I'm supposed. Fabric softening these niggas as hoes fresh out the machine the way I seen Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Social Introvert Podcast. I'm your host, Sid Davis. This is episode 535. You can find this show exclusively on BYNKradio.net forward slash podcasts as well as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere else podcasts are available. Hop on over to Instagram and follow me there at I Sid Davis as well as Twitter which is at Isid Davis. I have other social media handles as well. The Instagram podcast page is at the Social Introvert Podcast. Twitter is at Social Intro Pod. You can hop on TikTok. If you have TikTok, I know a lot of people try to play cool like they don't have one, but I do. So you can follow me there at Isid Davis and also follow the official BYNK Radio TikTok page, which is at BYNK radio so real quick real quick with the uh why haven't you heard these songs yet series that's still ongoing i want to bring something new to the table what i want to do is kind of go out of the box a little bit and listen to well i've I've not listened to but i've been listening but kind of showcase maybe some french composers japanese composer composure composers excuse me and um other other artists that you may have never ever heard of before uh but from somewhere around the way you might have heard a snippet of their song being sampled on i guess a hip-hop track rather it be like one beer by mf doom that is a sample clear as day um Anything that Jay Dilla probably has pulled from to use for his beats, anything like that, that Pete Rock, just, you know, just and, and not even really pulling songs that have been sampled on hip hop tracks, just music that I'm really listening to and say, hey, check them out. Or, you know, if you like what you're listening to, check them out. I don't know what I'm going to call it yet. Give me some time. But, yeah, that's what I want to do. Um, and even current current artists that are out now from you know japan that are from sweden that are from the you know all over so that's what i'm going to be doing i'm working on that currently so that'll be up really soon and i just i don't know i i kind of want to update how the reels and the tiktoks look i don't really like the whole it's too i don't know if if i feel like it's too easy for me to do which i know everybody kind of has their own way of how they make their videos but if it's too easy for me, I get bored with it really fast. I don't know why. Like the original, why haven't you heard these songs yet format was just me 
pointing to my ear, you know, now my head and it cuts into, you know, what the song is and the artist and all of that. And I'm like, eh, I want to get more creative with the reels. And then, you know, of course, the recent reels that I've been making are a little more creative. But yeah, I just, you know, give me time. That will be on the way as promised. Oh, and uh, go ahead and sing your thoughts. You got any questions? You need any advice? You want to put me on to something dope like some anime or a movie or something like indie? Doesn't matter what it is. Or just, you know, a story that you might have heard about recently in the news. You want to hear my thoughts on it. Do not hesitate. Send those emails to the social introvert podcast at gmail.com. So, man. Listen, Grand Theft Auto 6 is underway about a year and a half from now. I I don't know. I'm ready for it. I can't believe I was so excited, man, only to just get that date. Or not date, but the the year that it's supposed to be coming out. And, of course, it's coming out 2025. And, you know, I trust them. It's Rockstar Games. You know, they've never disappointed us. So... Hold your horses. I, I think we're okay. I think we're good here. And I think they're doing this to prove a point. Because a lot of the games that have been released that people have been super hyped about are unfinished. And they want us to sit and wait for updates and shit like that. And I don't have time for, you know, I was so hyped about Cyberpunk 2077. And then after the backlash of that, now that they've updated a little bit to Cyberpunk, I don't know if they're complete with it. I just don't care anymore. I haven't bothered to go out of my way to buy it. Um, I noticed that recently, too. I went out of my way to go get some of the Assassin's Creed games, like Valhalla, the the Viking one. There's a lot of damn updates that I got to, you know, download and shit just to get the full experience of it. I don't like that at all. Don't like it at all. Sometimes it looks a little choppy and what the character you're playing with moves a little weird. I, I don't know what the hell it is. Uh, but yeah, still got the PS5. Barely ever play it. I'm just between podcasting and uh, just, you know, work and just other things that are going on. I just I don't have time to play video games like that. And it makes me sad a little bit. But hey, I got to. You know, it is what it is, and I got things to do. But I still got the PS5. I beat Spider-Man 2. Uh, the Look, man, Spider-Man 2's fire. Um, it, yeah, there's some complaints about the game. I get it, I know. But that that final fight, man, in, in Spider-Man 2 is amazing. Uh, <laughs> I know Miles Morales now is our, I guess quintessential the, the as far as the games go uh this is our our main guy now as spider-man and i think peter has taken a sabbatical or some weird sh- i don't know don't get rid of peter parker is all i'm saying that's that's my only complaint do not get rid of peter uh i, I like miles he's okay but this whole push right i get it it's 2023 people are looking for uh diversity and 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 inclusion and i get it i get it i get it okay i like diversity i like inclusion the shit that's being done is a little too overboard like miles morales is cool but eh, like let's be honest with it like like stop lying to yourself he's okay 
when I think of a Spider-Man, I'm thinking of Peter Parker. There's other Spider-Man out there, the 2099 one. The, there's so many different types of Spider-Man. But the one that I'm thinking about is Peter Parker. Just give us new stories, something great, something really cool. You know, yeah, we, we have to implement this because the people are asking for it. It's in high demand. Is it really? Is it though? Like I, the only weird thing to me about the whole Miles Morales story is why doesn't he have his father's name if the parents are married? Like why is his last name Morales? And I'm not trying to sit here and and you know what I'm saying. I think that was a way to make it or market it as, hey, it's the black and Hispanic Spider-Man, which is great. But if his parents were married, you know, why does he not have his dad? So you get what I'm saying? Maybe I'm just complaining too much. Maybe I'm just looking too deep into it. Maybe. Who knows? Um, and the only tragedy to his story is his dad passed away, which is a very serious thing. Like, I'm not trying to downplay that. But in comparison to what Peter was going through and what he's still dealing with is like, damn he barely got to he, he wasn't raised by his parents both his parents are gone and then he has to you know you know take care of his his aunt may and uncle ben died on him because he decided to ignore one little mistake he made it caused his uncle's death so that's just like triple the damn grief so i i don't know maybe i'm complaining maybe i'm 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 being a nerd right now and i'm bitching for no reason, but is I, I I don't care. RoboCop is good. RoboCop Rogue City is amazing, and I highly recommend anyone who is kind of on the fence about it, check it out. Go buy it. You won't be disappointed. RoboCop Rogue City, probably, probably my favorite game of the year. Just might be my favorite game of the year. It's it's awesome. But yeah, uh, that that is the RoboCop fan in me. I'm a little biased. I like the RoboCop movies. So anyway, uh, not much has been going on. I went back to Virginia over the weekend. Um, I uh, I was supposed to go to the Norva, which is a, a venue where performing acts go to perform their music. Logic has been there. Um, matter of fact, not too, not too long ago, I went to go see Chloe Bailey perform, which I enjoyed. That was really dope. I think that was around the same weekend, not the same weekend, but it was, um, I think it was the weekend before I went to the one music fest in Atlanta with my, uh, with my uncle, uh, for the, the home, the homecoming shit for the college, one of the colleges. Uh, but yeah, the Norva had something going on called emo night. I didn't know this. I was just going there because. I was curious. I'm like, I wonder who's performing. It was emo night. Yeah, the alternative rock bands. The only one that I recognized on that lineup was Breaking Benjamin. I don't listen to Breaking Benjamin like that. I don't really listen to all the emo shit. No way. I just, I know their music. I know who they are. I was like, uh, not for me. <laughs> and I moved on. And then I went to, I think, Prime 255. What I've been doing... Let me, I'll tell y'all what I've been doing for real, for real, um, that I've, I've grown an appreciation for Christmas lights, the, the, the Christmas light show. I don't know why I happen to like go to these places and really walk through. Like I went to the 
botanical uh, gardens. So this is like my second, maybe third time going to see the Norfolk Botanical Gardens Christmas lights. And I don't know what's so fascinating about it to me. Like, but for some reason, I got to go. It ain't but, you know, a little under two hours for me to get there. But for some odd reason, when I have time, I'll just go. I just, I've grown an appreciation for Christmas lights. But yeah, um, but I was there not only for that, but I went to go spin at a place called Prime 255. And that was fun. You know, I got to go into the balcony area of the place and do my thing there. Um, I'm just, I'm trying to not be so shy about it. Get out there more and actually put on a show, a DJ show basically for people and just play music. Um, it was fun. Nobody bothered me and hounded me on trying to make a mashup of whatever they heard on Instagram in their algorithm. So that was cool. And yeah, that was, that was about it. That was really it. Oh yeah. And then I went to go see more Christmas lights. I don't know what my obsession is now, but I've grown an obsession to fucking Christmas light shows. But yeah, um, not a whole lot has been going on. Not a whole lot. Just taking it one day at a time, knocking out the obstacles in front of me and just moving forward. But yeah, that song that you heard in the beginning of this episode is called Mop by Mick Jenkins off of his latest project, The Patience. It's available on all music streaming platforms. I cannot recommend this album enough. If you're looking for something with some substance, just to clear your mind like a, a breath of fresh air and you want to hear somebody get some shit off their chest. I don't know if it's whatever the hell Mick Jenkins has been through <laughs> these past couple years. He puts it out all out all on this album. Um, he recently just got married. So congrats to Mick Jenkins with that. Um, but I'm, I'm pretty sure, uh, of course, it's the music industry, and he's just, it's a lot of subtlety in the album. There's a lot of, um, there's a lot of hidden shots on this album. He's shooting off some strays without saying some names. I know the, the slogan for 2024 is no more subs. Shout out to Cole Jackson of government name. No more subs 2024. I understand that, but I'm like, you know, what? I think I could let it go with this album because the sh the strays that he's shooting off at, you kind of speculating like, who's he talking about for real? And it's funny, like you want to kind of guess, but then it's like, no, well, he could be talking about something else. But I don't know. It it's just something real cool to kind of speculate like on who he is really throwing shots at. But um, I, I, I I'm going to have to let it go because the, the bars are just too good on this album. Just. This is not a long album at all. It's very easy to get through. I know people complain about the duration of things to in today's time. I don't know. All you niggas went to go watch Avengers Endgame. I had to go take a piss like twice while watching this movie. And y'all sitting here complaining about your attention span about how long an album is or how long another movie is when it's probably less than the duration of Endgame. It's the build-up of the MCU. It's 20 movies. Shut the fuck up. Who cares? Anyway, I was also thinking, too, about The Flash. I only saw it that one time. 
And I just wanted to say, right, <laughs> this is the crazy thing about The Flash and how hyped I was for it for real. Like, if you really told me maybe almost half a decade ago that we were getting this movie and it was going to feature two different Batmans and, you know, a, a Supergirl is going to be in it or whatever, and then we were going to get Superman in it, I would have told you you was crazy. I, I would have looked at you like you had lost your mind. I said, like, there's no way they're going to push for that. They pushed for it. And the movie flopped so bad. It's not a good movie. And I'm really like hurt by that for real. But anyway, shout out to DC. Shout out to Marvel. Uh, hopefully they can get it together before some other entity pops off and just, you know, and hopefully that. I would love for a new comic book company to like pop off and just become great, just like these two. Uh, but it, there's a part of me that really wants to see DC and Marvel just, you know, do something awesome, you know, for once. It's it's been it's been a while. It's been quite some time. I'm not excited about any TV show that they have coming. I just. I'm tapped out a little bit, and I know people have a problem with others saying that they're tapped out on these things, but damn, dude, like, I, I, I am really tapped out. Real quick, um, so, not exactly new music, this has been out since, I want to say since 2017, yeah, 2017, Smoke Dizza dropped a tape called An Iceberg Big Christmas, and it's him just rapping over... Uh, the shit that your mom and daddy probably raised you off of or your grandparents and, and had blasting throughout the house on a Saturday morning while you was cleaning the uh, the baseboards in your house with lemon scent cleaner or whatever the fuck you were using. But <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, so one of my favorite joints off of this tape is called Triangle Branson Bags. Check it out. Right. Bobs. The social introvert. Uh, you could line all them up in a single foul line, and I violate each of them every single time. I'm old gold, most refined, fine wine. Triangle Branson bags, nine nine. Old game, that magic Don Juan. Stop copping little bags, I'm trying to farm. Ring the alarm, ring the alarm, killer star players, cheerleaders, pom poms. Real life, no Eddie, Marlons. French fries, French hoes, out nons. Passport tatted like Mr. Cartoon, all around the globe. Rocking all the large rooms really? Catch me nigga black sand out in New Zealand Gretzky niggas on the ground while you heat it ha. And I done stuck the narcotics You know I'm probably low Somewhere exotic Potted with goddess on I don't love her I try to tell myself But you can see it in my eyes So don't deny I can't fool no one else The truth is in the tears I cry
Once again, that's Triangle Brants and Bags by Smoke Dizza off of his mixtape in Iceberg Big Christmas. It's available on all music streaming platforms. Go check it out. He's got some other joints on here too. Uh, rapping over Isley Brothers, Luther Vandross. Um, he's rapping on the, I think he's rapping on the Renee and Angela Alvey Good joint. And the, I think Heartbreak Hotel by Jackson 5, he's on that too. Yeah, it's a pretty dope tape. Pretty dope. Shout out to Dizza. So, Pink Friday 2 came out this past weekend, and I kind of forgot. Like, I knew we were getting Pink Friday 2. I know Nikki was talking about it and, you know, just hyping it up and was, I think she was saying along the lines of this was going to be, like, the best thing ever of her career. The I, I don't know. Just, just hyping people up to get ready. I don't know if it was aimed towards the entire industry and everybody who's, I guess, been a Nikki doubter, or if this was to hype up the Barb's to get them to promote the album or to help promote the album, because Nikki could just say she's dropping something and people will pay attention. But I digress. I wasn't gonna listen to the album at all. I wasn't gonna waste not a bit of my damn time listening to Pink Friday 2. I really hate the first Pink Friday album. I think what what is the other one called Roman Reloaded or something? Like wasn't it like a year after Pink Friday and then Roman Reloaded came out? I don't I don't give a shit. This album came out and I took the time, my sweet old time during the weekend of numerous things that I had to do, right? I was a passenger prince for the weekend. Okay, yeah, that, that's that's mine. I made that up. Passenger Prince LLC. Passenger Prince TM. I made that up. And if you try to take it from me, I'm suing your. I'm coming for 800%. But anyway, I was a passenger prince. Don't ask questions. And uh, I was asked, hey, do you want to listen to this? I don't want you to talk shit about the album. I'm like, you know what? I've never really sat and listened to a Nikki project in full. Go ahead and power up the Bluetooth, man. Let me hear what Nikki got to say this time around. Because I know she. I know she about to come with it. Listen, man. Uh, this album is 22 songs. I don't really care about the duration of the album at all or how many tracks is up here. It's an hour and 10 minutes. I'm pretty sure, you know, that is the standard for how albums were back in the day anyway. So it's like, okay, I'm not tripping. It's whatever. All right, whatever. Um, I get to track 11. Uh, Everybody featuring Lil Uzi Vert. And that's where we had to cut it off. Couldn't handle it. Couldn't take it. Um, I, I'm not going to say anything disparaging or rude because I know a lot of y'all really do like Nikki and y'all are genuinely interested. Me, I wasn't interested. I just went out of my way to say, you know what? Shorty want to listen to some, some Nicki Minaj her sister want to listen to Nicki Minaj, and I'm kind of like the odd man out because their brother, he likes Nicki, but he wouldn't really press in to listen to the album. But at the same time, he was like, you know what? It's a new Nicki Minaj. Let's let's listen to it. Let's really listen to it. I'm the I'm the odd man out of the situation. I wasn't trying to hear all that shit, but we did listen to it. I'm just gonna say this. I really hope there is something after this that's going to be worthwhile listening to. 
I really hope. I I I hope that there's something else other than this. I'm not a Drake fan by any means. For all the dogs, I felt the same way. But I let it go. I was like, you know what? People love this guy. They love his music. They get excited. But Drake gave us Scary Hours 3, which I was like, oh, shit. Drake Drake really came with it for Scary Hours 3. Awesome. Great. This is what I've been looking for. Thank you. I really hope that Nikki has something where it's, it ain't got to be like Scary Hours 3, but it, I, I would hope it's somewhere along the lines of a Scary Hours 3. I don't know what the fuck this is. You can sit there and say, well, you got to listen. You didn't even finish listening to the whole album. I didn't have to, dude. I was 11 songs in before I said, all right, we got to move the fuck on because I can't take it. This is not, this is not, it, it's not for me. It's not because it, I'm not going to say this ain't it because it might be it for somebody, but it's not for me. I don't know what the hell I was witnessing while listening to this album. I'm. I don't know if I was in like some fairy tale land, la la land, with bubble gum and cotton candy everywhere, while being strapped down to a fucking uh, straight jacket and an electric chair. I don't know whose man's this is and who allowed her to put this album out. I don't know how many yes men she got in her corner, but I'm pretty sure, due to how this album sounds, she has quite a lot. And I know the excuses will come in and she's 40. What do you expect? She has to cater to her. No, she doesn't. No, she doesn't. For once, for once, Drake sat there and said, you know what? People have been talking that shit. I gave y'all this different type of album. I gave y'all that different type of album. Um, I tried to, you know, I tried to give you the dance, you know, tech pop album. I I tried to give you another version of if you're reading this is too late and you're still talking shit about this uh, for all the dogs. It's not sounding how you want it to sound. So you know what? I'm going to give you something that y'all are really looking for so y'all can just shut the hell up and get off my back. This will be the last thing I put out before I take this break. And that's what he did. I was really looking forward to maybe hearing Nikki you know, go in on some shit, you know what I'm saying? But it got to, ha- it got midway through the album. I said, no, 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 no. Let, let, let's listen to something else, please. Please. This is torture. Listen, man, the Jersey club new, well, new Orleans bounce shit has crossed over into the mainstream years and years ago. Not as prominent as it was when it first just bursted onto the scene. Now we got this Jersey club shit. Baltimore bounce uh, that I think should have never gone mainstream because you niggas suck at it and it's not good. Like you take these samples of songs that the songs are okay. Some songs are just terrible first outing, but then you take it and you make it sound even worse and more annoying. This Jersey club shit at, at first I was like, you know what, this ain't taking off. This is going to last as long as the Go-Go shit when they tried to bring Go-Go out into, you know, the out, out of hiding. And, you know, it's, it's going to be like that. But no, this has gotten too far. 
this Jersey Club shit, I love Jersey Club and the Baltimore bouncing. But the way that it's being constructed into mainstream hip hop, this is a no no. It's terrible. And it's the same shit. This is just, this might be worse than the drill shit. I'm sorry. And I like drill rappers. I don't like y'all beats, man. Y'all beats is ass. The beats is terrible, fam. This is why I'm so tired of reggaeton. That reggaeton is that boom, choo, boom, choo, boom, choo, boom, choo. switch it the fuck up, switch it up. And I know there's more songs that are different on Pink Friday too, but my main complaint is when it got to that freaking song with Uzi Vert. I'm sorry that I'm just fixated on that one song, but it was awful. This, you know what, fam? Maybe I will take time to listen to the second half of Pink Friday too, but I'm telling you now, Nikki, you better come with something else. Please tell us that this album doesn't count and use that shit as a tax write-off. I don't know what the fuck I just witnessed. I don't I don't know what that was. But I'm not gonna say anything else that's, you know, gonna offend the barbs in any type of way. I'm just saying that shit ain't for me. It really ain't for me. Goodness gracious. But anyway, um, <laughs> Good Lord. Yeah, that that's uh, yeah, I was I was Passenger Prince. That might be the name of this episode. But whatever. Uh, don't copy me, okay? I'm coming for 800%. I'm copywriting that shit tonight. All right? Anyway, let's move on to some more music. Um I might do something else based on this Dizza shit. You know what? I think I will. Okay. This is um, another track off of Smoke Dizzes, an iceberg big Christmas. This is called Nobody. Check it out. I'm all about these punk smooth vibes. The social introvert. On this good holiday. Uh, right. Hey, day's a holiday. Uh, right. Love. I'm up in Wells Fargo, tending the cargoes. Vince McMahon walk, my checks retardo. You mini Cooper still at the car show. I crack lobster, crab, shrimp, escargot. Uh, $100 shots at the Cosmo. How I stay this cool, only God knows. Uh, I took my furs out the freezer. Got a thorough senorita out this world, she's a eater. Independent, she don't need nobody. Hair so good, she don't need nobody. Uh, never knew you wanted me to do you. When I go to Bonnaroo, you coming too true. Uh, I wear my Yeezys in the ring, get these hype beasts, nightmares, dang, dang. Uh, I want the money and the fame, billboard, the wars and things, chorus sing. Hey, nobody. Ha <laughs> ha. Uh, the way I do, nobody. Once again, that's Nobody by Smoke Dizza off of An Iceberg Big Christmas. It's available on all music streaming platforms. Go peep that. So real quick, um, before I get up out of here, Ishana Knight Shyamalan, the daughter of M. Night Shyamalan, has a film coming out. This is her directorial debut, a movie called The Watchers. I read the book. I had to look it up. I'm like, is this the same as that that one book from years ago that I read? Yes, it is. 
I'm really, really, really excited. And I know a lot of people are upset now and they're like, oh, another Nepo baby getting an opportunity. I said, you know what? No, 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 no. M. Night Shyamalan gave us signs. He gave us Lady in the Water. He's given us the Village. He's given us the Sixth Sense. Split. I'm a, let, let's see this out. Let's see how this turns out. Okay, because this can go either way. This could be really, really amazing or this could be really bad. And then, of course, her directorial debut of a movie that's based on a, a very terrifying book. I it, it gives Stephen King shit a run for his money. I ain't even going to front. I throw Stephen King's name into this because this might remind you a little bit like The Mist. If you if you ever heard of the mist, if you've seen the movie, read the book, is is teetering along the same lines as the mist. I don't know if they're going to change the story, but it's about a former Delta Force operator who kind of just lives off in in the woods, kind of like whatever you know. He's indifferent about life. He just wants to be left alone and. Along is this top secret government laboratory that is experimenting on two different creatures. One is this weird, I can't even describe it, but the other one is a dog. It's a golden retriever. One of the most highly intelligent golden retriever dogs or some weird shit like that. I think the creature was called Oxcom. O-X-C-O-M is in bold letters or something like that. You can Google all of this. But uh, I think at some point... I think the man meets this dog and discovers what this dog can do. And this is all they're, they're basically on the loose. This top secret government, the, the people that work in this laboratory are out looking for the dog and this creature. The creature's hiding in the barn. Well, I think the dog is accompanying the guy who discovers it. And there's so much more that happens in this book. It's scary as shit. It's really sad, just dark. Just I might have been a little too young reading that book, too. Because I think I was in like eighth grade. It's a book that was written by Dean Kuntz, a great writer. Check out the rest of Dean Kuntz's work. Just my favorite author is still to this day Stephen King, a tie between Stephen King and James Patterson. But Dean Kuntz is um, Dean Dean Kuntz is in the top. I will say that Dean Kuntz has some fucking awesome books. And I was reading all of that shit in middle school and early on in high school, and I was like. Yeah, the teachers might have been right. Something might be wrong with me. Because <laughs> I wouldn't really think about reading uh, Harry Potter and all of that. Like, I, I read a little bit of it. And, of course, I read the Goosebumps books. And I read Fear Street. You know, Fear Street is where I got a little curious. I'm like, hmm, what, what, you know, what's going on on the other side? Like, this, the, these type of books for young adults that had much darker content. I, I was more into that shit. I read all the Judy Bloom books, you know, the Amelia Bedell. I read all of that, fam. I was just bored with it. And I wanted to read, I want to read the other shit, the, the Client and, and Pelican Brief. I was reading all of that crazy shit. But uh, even though those aren't scary books, but the more serious tone shit, I don't know. But no, um, I'm, I'm really interested in finding out what she's going to do with this. This is her directorial debut, Ishana Night Shyamalan. Um, we'll see, man. Either way, whatever. I think, I think regardless, based on the fact that she's M Night Shyamalan's daughter, people are gonna shit on it, and I don't care. I, I really don't. Even 
with M. Night Shyamalan. I saw, what's that movie where the people were on the beach? Old or something like that? You know, M. Night Shyamalan, I would say in some cases, has fallen off, I guess. I don't, it's debatable, but I still went to see Old and I thought it was okay. It's not, it ain't the Sixth Sense and it's not split or anything like that, but eh, it was all right, I guess, you know. I want to see what she does with this. So I'm I'm on the lookout. And plus, I feel kind of wrong even saying M. Night fell off because he gave us a knock at the cabin last year. And uh, a knock at the cabin was great. That was good. Hey, look, a, an adaptation from a book to film, the way it's set up is dope. Even though they made some slight changes here and there, you know, the book is a lot sadder. But yeah, we will see. We will definitely see. And um, I wanted to kind of touch on NBA Youngboy and Joe Budden's beef. Um, I don't have much to say about NBA Youngboy as much as I have to say about Joe Budden. Not even the beef between him and, and, and NBA Youngboy. It's Joe Budden, period, with this hiding behind the paywall shit and cutting out certain things. And just um, there's a lot of weird actions going on over at the JBP and I'm not even listening to this podcast anymore. Excuse me. I'm not even listening to this, this podcast at all. So, uh, recently cam and mace, they have a a sports podcast together. Please go check that out. It's one of my favorite shows. right now. It's one of my favorite shows. And, uh, cam and mace were talking about, or mainly cam mace was kind of like eh, indifferent you know mace is a little more private with his shit you can tell like mace is like i don't know if you should talk about it but i guess he let it go for this one time cam was talking about them going into a whorehouse back in the day now as the internet goes and with certain stories people just want to automatically speculate and assume and accuse and just jump to conclusions you, you know they got the whole story figured out before even knowing any type of fucking detail. Man, listen, I guess they got back to the JBP, right? <laughs> and Melissa Ford, because I, this is not so much about Cam and Mace or any of the ones that Joe Budden has been like kind of, I guess, getting at or I don't know, antagonizing in some sort of odd way. Melissa Ford, who's a part of the show now, which I don't know why she's there. That's that's a bad idea. Bad idea. I saw that from the jump. Melissa Ford just sporadically says them uh, being around underage girls in this whorehouse. You know, okay, we we know the history of whorehouses and all of this, and you know, young girls being groomed, and you don't have to get into detail about it, but. The story that Cam is telling you is a story from 1992. And around that time, Cam and Mace were underaged. The women that Cam and Mace were messing with were much older than him. Cam has said, he's like, I like older women. So, you know, this, that, and the third. But Melissa Ford says this, just trying to throw dirt on his name and uh, underage women there and you know, what if they were messing around with underage women and da 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 That leads to Cam on a 15-minute rant on IG Live. And 
Listen, you can say, well, she apologized. She didn't mean to like, no, sometimes you just need to shut the fuck up. If you don't have nothing to say, don't say anything at all. Just be quiet. Keep it to yourself. It's okay. It really is. You done did that to the wrong individual because you could tell Cam, oh, he needs to grow up. What is no, you don't. This is Cam we're talking about here. Killer Cam. He's he has not as a person, he has changed a lot. But if he really want to get back into that bag of just humiliating you and making fun of you and talking about you, that Cam ain't went nowhere. And you're lucky enough he's not really like pressing you that hard the most that he wants to do is press charges for defamation of character which is a very smart thing to do don't defame me at all cam has every right now um joe has responded by defending melissa he's not taking any responsibility i think he did try to warn melissa for it but now that joe feels offended that cam wants to sue now Joe is just falling in line and wants to, you know, take defense of Melissa Ford and take defense of his, uh, his, uh, his, his precious little show, which rightfully so you can take, you know, you can stay on guard about your show and, you know, your company being sued. But I saw this coming a mile away. This is not the first time that Melissa Ford has misspoken about some shit at all or owned up to the dumb shit that she does on that show. This is just off of seeing clips. I'm like, oh yeah, this is bad news. She don't even need to be there at all. She don't need to be there one bit. I may be wrong in saying that. She just seemed like the person that there'd be a, a, a room full of people and she'd be the one that's just fucking up the whole atmosphere because she just, isn't she from like Canada or something like that? I don't know. I know that makes no difference if she wherever she's from who cares but at the same time as it's questionable you you could throw that in there and a lot of the shit you know melissa ford used to do back in the day fam like i don't did people forget what she used to do because i, I don't see how they're making her out to be as this is the one video vixen that escaped no she didn't she was doing all the same shit that some of the video vixens were doing do people remember the game and Kanye West's song wouldn't get far? Like, <laughs> that was, like that wasn't a song just made up out of thin air for no reason. That there's a deeper story behind it. I think the game even name dropped Melissa Ford in a song as a joke, but at the same time, I think during the the release of the song on uh, the press run of the Doctor's Advocate, the game was sitting there talking about or bringing up a story about Melissa Ford and. Melissa Ford came out to, I guess, try to defend herself and really couldn't come up with much of an argument. Like she looked guilty as all get out with the shit that she was doing. But yeah, like, come on, fam. This is this is not her first rodeo with doing some dumb shit or saying some dumb shit with Joe Button. Just hiding behind the paywall and just being quiet and not saying anything. And it's just weird. Because you said what you said, I guess, when it came to the whole Diddy thing. And then you claimed that was edited out and cut out. But you just let everything fly when it came to Cam. Now you, I think he's sitting here talking about he's about to get into this, get back into the rap shit. Now he met up with Just Blaze. Like, Just Blaze is supposed to save your career. And 
I don't know, fam. Just because you're seeing a bunch of older acts rap, like Cam rapping a little more often now is great. I love when Cam raps. We already seen what Nas just did with Hit Boy. Um, and I think that's the case, too. Even though Nas says, hey, I want all the old heads to join me on this journey, man. Get back into the music. Don't mean that you, you can just link up with a dope-ass producer and think you can make magic happen. <laughs> no pun intended. You can't make magic happen with that. Like, Joe Budden and Just Blaze, it's a great pairing. But not as great as Freeway or Just Blaze or not as great as a, a Jay-Z and Just Blaze linking up. Like, Come on, fam. Like, what are we doing here? Just stick to what you were doing before. Keep podcasting. That seems to work for you. Just lean into the act as the old head who just hates everything. Like that's that's your bread and butter now. Just do that. That's awesome. And it works. Don't care. Because when people wanted you to drop music after the whole Rage in the Machine thing, you oh, I'm done. I'm retired. Like, come on, fam. Knock it off. Anyway. <laughs> I said enough, man, because Wow. I don't want to sound like the the bitter, you know, I guess I don't want to come off as a hater, but it just it bothers me a little bit seeing all these podcasters or these shows just take off like they take off. And there's not there's not much to it. It really isn't much to it. Now, I'm not trying to downplay the JBP. Don't get me wrong. Just. I just wanted to throw that out. Just wanted to throw out a straight. Anyway, that wraps this episode up for me. Thank you for listening to episode 535 of The Social Introvert. Real quick, shout out to my favorites, 12 Kyle Podcast, The John Effect, Stakes is High, Brunch with Besties, Conversation Con Artists, The Drunken Nights, Random Tandem, and of course, I can't forget about the BYNK family. Shout out to Government Name Podcast with Shogun and Cole Jackson. Shout out to Carefree Black Nerd with Rain Coleman. And shout out to the Sex with Friends podcast with your host, Whitney Janae. Last but not least, shout out to our BYK blog content creators. I'm also a blog content creator. You can go to bynkradio.net. Go to the lifestyle section. Scroll down to you see Social Introvert, which is me. You can also check out Grown Man Shit with Robin Mortal. Jasmine Blue's blog by Jasmine Blue. And also every Thursday evening from 7 to 9 p.m. Central Time, you can check out Cole Jackson's radio show, Thursday Night Lights. Go to bynkradio.net, stay at the top of the page, at the header, press play at that time, and have yourself a blast. If you miss Thursday Night Lights, you can catch the replay on Saturdays at 12 p.m. Central Time. Also, the Social Introvert and BYNK Radio have linked up to put out a monthly playlist for the Social Introvert podcast. So all the songs that you heard within whichever episode you listen to for that month. For example, the August playlist is out. September, October, and November is out currently. So all the episodes that you heard within that month or all the songs that you heard within those episodes of that month will be in a form of a playlist that you can listen to. Uh, if you want to dive deep and check out the artist's uh, back catalog, you can. Uh, it might lead you down an even deeper rabbit hole to check out other artists, like the more related ones. You can check out each of those playlists by going to Spotify, 
under the BYNK Media page. I'll have the link in my bio also. It The link will be everywhere, so you won't miss it. So be sure to check out those playlists if you're just looking for more artists to listen to. And not be so bogged down by the same, I guess, top 40 shit or other playlists that are just posting the same thing over and over and over again. And with that being said, take care of each other. Most importantly, take care of yourselves. Um, I don't know. Don't know if I'll be dropping an episode for Thursday. I most likely will. I think I will. But if not, I'll see you guys next week. Take care of each other. Most importantly, take care of yourselves. Have a great weekend. And I'll see you then. Peace. The Social Introvert. Shut your goddamn ass up. BYK Radio.